Hola amigos. Como estas, bitches. <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of Album Holics. We got today the great American band uh, Hinder. This is a one hit wonder. <laughs> this is a <laughs> It is. <laughs> they are. They are. A one hit wonder song. Look, let me out band. Before we get into it, and I know I'm, I'm not going to talk too much more about the album. I want to sum up this band <laughs> by this thing about their first record. I, I feel like you're going to say what I wanted to it say. It was released in 2015 to generally negative reviews before going platinum in September of 2006. <laughs> 2005, yeah. No, no. No, no, no it's released said, in you 2005. Said, you said 2015. Sorry, 2005 it's released. It goes platinum like a year later. Yeah. That's all you should need to know about Hinder is they suck and then they accidentally fell into one good song. Yeah, I love that. It was released in negative reviews before going platinum. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. Dude. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, the album we're talking about here is Extreme Behavior. Dude, it's not even two minutes into it. We're speedrunning this fucking episode. Yeah. Um, I want to I quote something else here. Uh, it says... It's one of the worst albums released in 2005. <laughs> Hinder are so egregiously dull, they appeal not to fans of music, but to fans <laughs> of high fives. <laughs> it's so true. And it never gets better. This, this album has eight, or no, it has ten songs, and they released eight of them as the singles. Yep. And Man. only one of them got big. I, I knew one other one, and yeah. I hated it then. What, Get Stoned? Yeah. yeah. I still hate it now. Homecoming Queen's also awful, just in case anybody wanted to know. It, uh, this this is It's like a C minus album by me for me, by the way. Yeah. It's it's a C minus for me also. I can't believe um, somebody gave it a B. <laughs> fire that guy. Right. They uh Yeah, I don't know. They uh they they definitely did not reinvent anything when they came out with this album. They didn't try to break any new barriers as far as how music is made. But their big single, which is Lips of an Angel. It's still played everywhere. And I won't is, I won't try to whitewash history. Yeah. I liked it back in the day. Now it's like, yeah. I mean it's an okay song. Yeah, it's a, it's an okay song. But I, I heard it at a dentist's office. That should tell you about the status. How far low they've come. Yeah. How they never got again, you mean? Yeah. I've always I've always kinda laughed at this song because I, for a, a long time, I thought, I was like, why is this such an anthem for, like, relationships and things like that? Yeah. Like, all these girls that'll, you know, cheer when it comes on or whatever. Because for a majority of the song, if you take it at face value, the dude is talking about his ex-girlfriend that he loves while dating his current girlfriend. And he's like, you know, I wish I was with you, you know, like... I miss your voice. I miss this about you. Like, I don't want to ruin anything with my current girlfriend. And I mean, if you look deeper into it, I think he's talking about like, why did you realize that you liked me so late? Like after I've already moved on, but he still has feelings for his ex-girlfriend or whatever. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole list of songs that you, if you look deeper into them yeah it's like the wedding i went to earlier this year and they were playing hey yeah by outcast which is an awful song to play at a wedding if you really look at the lyrics <laughs> yeah. 
because it's literally about sometimes love just never works out. Sometimes yeah. you can love somebody and it doesn't love you back. I'm like, it's an awful song to play at a wedding. Yeah. And then they found out by playing Gold Digger, so I just gave up on trying to critique the music. And I was like, <laughs> who is picking music for a fucking wedding? I wouldn't have been surprised if Lips of an Angel were in there. <laughs> Probably somewhere. Or my other favorite is when people play Better Man by Pearl Jam for like the father-daughter dance, oh my which God. is not about what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people in mishearing songs. Yeah, they only want to hear like the catchy chorus or something and not actually hear the meaning behind it. Hey man, do you know Hinder's band influences include Bush, Collective Soul, Creed, Foo Fighters, Guns N' Roses, Kiss, Nickelback, Nirvana, Soundgarden, The Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith, Rainbow, Bob Seger, Ozzy Osbourne, Def Leppard, Bon Jovi, ACDC, and Miley Crew. So, of- all of like the traditionally good music. Man, how original. <laughs> well, that sums up this fucking band. Dude, this band should have fucking kicked their singer out after the first album. Hey, man. No, no, because he can only sing in one way, which makes every album have to be written the same way. <laughs> well, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> but, yes, he, he has a very distinct voice, and I don't think he'll ever get away from being associated with Hinder. Bro, how shitty is the Oklahoma Music Hall of Fame? If they inducted Hinder in 2007... Hey, man, they're a platinum-selling artist. Okay? Did they kick him out when all the other albums didn't do anything? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who the fuck is coming? Man. Hmm. I don't Just know. bad. They, uh... No wonder I haven't heard of half of these fucking people. Yeah. I, um... I always joke about how, like, the mid-2000s rock scene... <laughs> Was either the best or the worst... Yeah, and like they got the All American Rejects and the shit. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Wait, no, they didn't even make it in. <laughs> so apparently, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. There is a Rising Star Award that mm-hmm. you can, that they give to people in the Oklahoma Music Hall of Fame, uh-huh. which doesn't technically induct you into the Hall of Fame because Carrie Underwood won it in two thousand and five, uh-huh. and then she got inducted in twenty nineteen. Oh wow! And guess who hasn't been fully inducted into the Hall of Fame? Hinder. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably like they were good so we're gonna semi-induct them and then they listen to everything else and like mm. but anyways what are you saying about the mid-2000s rock scene oh I don't even remember that something it was... about how like it was always <sighs> wait what... so so Hinder has a they have a a niche <laughs> that they fill with the rock music that they make and maybe I should save this for the end, but I feel like I'm going to forget. But. Oh, fuck it. There's only going to be like 10 more minutes of this episode. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's like the it's like that bar-type music that you listen to when you're really buzzed, and all the musical themes are for like middle-aged dudes that are either getting a divorce <laughs> or they're single or something where... Man, this sounds only, familiar. Yeah. You're <laughs> talking about like... Man, this girl is so hot, but she's a bitch. Or, you know, my girl ruined my life doing this. And, you know, how awesome it is getting drunk or doing things like that. Like, there's no there's no real substance to these songs. No. Like, it's, and I think that it, it can get popular because it's something that a lot of people can go through. Yeah, it's the lowest common denominator, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, when <laughs> listening to 
these albums and they change for one of them but for most of it their lyrical themes are the same and they keep to the same safe thing that I don't know so I'm flying inside of the house maybe yeah so and it made me laugh when I was listening to these albums I was like man these guys definitely are uh, they try so hard too that's what's great about it yeah they try really hard especially on some of the later albums which I'll mention let's get on to another album yeah we got 2008's Take It to the Limit and speaking of trying hard look at that album artwork I was gonna say dude that is some pimp my ride bullshit <laughs> this is we rented this house and these cars now stand in front of them yeah i want to talk about this quote it this album it has a much heavier glam metal and less post-grunge influence than the last album really retaining elements of hard rock where <laughs> is that glam metal because this sounds exactly like the first fucking album yeah except for without a huge single yeah for real the this this album feels like they just needed to put something out there. Like, they, they didn't have any creative ideas. They didn't have any want to make a new album. That they're just like, fuck it. Let's just throw this shit out there that we that didn't make it on the first album. And uh, release something so we can go on tour, you know? I like this. Here's a quote from Entertainment Weekly. It's pretty long. If you were ever young and in love, dumb with drink, and head swimming with not just... Boone's Farm Wine, but also Bon Jovi, Def Leppard, and ACDC, to name these these guys' most blatant influences. <laughs> you may be willing to forgive Hinder's lack of originality and preponderance of Madonna slash whore issues. <laughs> he summed it up by saying, "If the only if the only whiplash they induced resulted in real headbanging, not from trying to follow Hinder's song to song indecision about whether to be studs or wimps." Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say that. It's like this this album is just like. Oh, I'm hard, tough ass, and then oh my god, my girl left me. I don't know what to do. I'm gonna, you know, my life is ruined. And then the next song's like, I don't need anybody. I do shit on my own. I'm my own person. You know, whatever. <laughs> many have criticized the originality of the album, saying many of the lyrical themes are similar to many snap music rap albums, especially Dim Franchise Boys album on top of our game, <laughs> and the sound was similar to many 1980s glam metal bands. Ugh. Dude, this album sucks. It it's is. not Danzig 5, but it's just bad. Yeah, I gave it like a C-. I also gave it a C-. minus. I feel like I've talked enough about this. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can't believe they even got Mick Mars on here. That is interesting. It's because they're they're a rock band, man, in America. But for real, half of them were like, I'm the toughest motherfucker in the bar. Yeah. And then I'm the most sensitive motherfucker in the bar. Yeah. They they needed to make up their mind, which they did on their next album here. Oh, yeah. Which Perfect. is All American Nightmare from 2010. Ooh. Man, that, uh... That album artwork is, uh... Interesting. Really foreshadows. <laughs> Does it? Uh, yeah, so... I, I did like one song off this album, which was What You Gonna Do, but I only like it when I'm pretty buzzed. <laughs> like, I don't think I've ever actively looked out for that song when I'm sober, so. Other than that, everything else on here was... Awful. At least they changed their sound. It was kind of heavier, but 
it was more in the same and nothing really changed outside of man you didn't like all american nightmare man i could see the american pride that they had on this album that's what i'm telling you starts foreshadowing some shit yeah <laughs> starting to become aaron lewis yeah um did you Dude, they had this. They have a song on here called "Striptease." Yep, it that reminded was, me exactly of Paul Ryder. That was awful. <laughs> Level lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just more lowest common denominator shit. Yeah. And I and I think this is peak lowest denominator yeah. type shit. Like if you listen to the, uh, I wouldn't say like maybe misogyny, like maybe light light misogyny in here and some other <laughs> lyrical themes that they got going on. <laughs> this is this this is the peak of that bar type music that you listen to when you're middle aged dude drinking all by yourself and you know, the girls are only good for teasing men and all this other crap, so Yeah. The only the only thing that I liked about it was the heavier sound, but even that couldn't save it and make it good, so gave it another C minus. <laughs> yeah, I also gave this album a C minus because at this point I was just listening to the albums to get them done for the podcast. Yeah. I'd already made up my mind on Hinder. <laughs> they are, hey, they are a one hit wonder. They really are, and. Like the truest sense of a one hit wonder. Not as bad as Lou Bega. No, I'd rather listen to Lou Bega. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. He at least he probably has some different style sounds. At least his sexum is just out there. He ain't trying to hide he a player. That's true. He put on his glasses to tell you how nice he asses. <laughs> Alright. Alright, anyways, I don't got nothing else to say about the last one. I don't have nothing else to say about Ender. Alright, we got next here, Welcome to the Freak Show from 2012. Thankfully, the last fucking album to have their original singer on there. Yeah, that's good. But it doesn't get any better after that. I was going to say, um, you would think with an album title, Welcome to the Freak Show, that they would, you know, try something new. They, like, they are the Freak Show. Yeah. Like, look at this freak of an album that we have here. They're just welcoming everybody back. Walking everybody back? Welcoming everybody oh, back. Okay. Like, hey, did you forget we're here? Welcome back to the Freak Show. <laughs> and for those of you that are new, still listening. still listening, or that are new, welcome for the first time to the Freak Show that is Hinder. Yeah, right. I mean... I'm telling you, they could only write, with their fucking first singer, they could only write one style one of music. Style. Yeah. Because he can't sing anything else. Yeah. And his voice doesn't lend to anything else. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention on the last album, I think it is. Maybe it was from the second album. But there was a ballad song that he did. And I was like, man, this dude cannot sing anything like, else. Other than the raspy, kind of druggy sounding, you know. <laughs> no, for real. Voice. Like, it is. It has to be that style of song. You can't sing like a love song or something like that. At so. that point, I mean, they're just living off of Lips of an Angel. But yeah. at that point, you wonder, why not kick them out sooner? You ain't ever making anything other than the first album. Yeah. So, spoiler alert for the next album here. but Spoiler, it's Hinder. Nobody's listening to Hinder. And, or they're not going to listen to Hinder because we were like, bro, you should listen to Hinder. 
Hinder sucks, and then nobody listened to him because of that. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, welcome to the Freak Show, another C minus. Like. Ugh. Yeah, for real. Just a. I didn't like any song off that album. So. I would like my ticket refunded to the Freak Show, please. Yeah. Can I get my time back that can, I spent on that album? Can they pay me for my Spotify premium for the time I spent listening to these albums? Right. Uh, the good news is we're almost done. Yeah, we got two more here, surprisingly. <laughs> so, told you we were going to speed around through this fucking... Yeah, what are 16 we at? minutes. 16 minutes? All right. It's going to be like a mid-20s. Yeah. All right, what do we got? The next is When the Smoke Clears from 2015. A new singer... But still the same hinder. <laughs> I mean, it really is. They. Yeah. What? What? What was this? Uh, oh man, what was the uh, the quote that I was trying to? It was something about how like they needed a new singer because they were trying to find a new hit single like "Lips of an Angel." I was like, man, these guys are really clinging to that one thing and not yeah. trying to make anything better. Not trying to evolve. They just want that big single so they can be at the top of the world again, you know? Really fits that, what I've always been saying about bands that have big single early. Yeah. You either spend the rest of your albums making whatever the fuck you want living off the road of that album, yeah. or you spend the rest of your albums Chasing. trying to recreate that one fucking thing, like a heroin addict, like trying to chase that dragon. Yeah. And with Hendrix's case... They didn't even get it right the first time. They just stumbled into Lips of an Angel. Yeah. Nobody liked it to begin with. And they were like, yeah. you know, actually, if we keep pumping this to every radio station. It kind of, you know, catches on a little bit. Dude, the first song on this album, uh, which was Rather Hate Than Hurt, <laughs> is probably one of the worst sounding fucking songs I've ever heard. Like, the drums on it sound completely robotic. The guitars sound way too tingy. I don't know, tingy. And the singing was awful on it. And then it completely changes sound. Like mixing and whatever on the, the rest of the album. But the first fucking song was awful. Yeah, it, it was. my ears. It was bad. So. Like I said, I just put these albums on and just got through them. Yeah, I. I don't know. It, I'm surprised this band released another album. I mean. Which is The Rain from 2016. Which was also awful. Or 2017. Who cares? But. Nobody listens to it anyways. <laughs> hey, man, it sold uh, some albums. <laughs> Still sold well in Bailey Who? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I know it probably did. <laughs> um, yeah, 2017's The Reen. They, uh... It's another album by Hinder. <laughs> The I, I did like one thing on it though, which was the last song called "Loser Salute." Until they actually got into the music, it was kind of funny. Like he, they, I think they were poking at themselves yeah. and the people that kind of listen to their music, of like, you know, yeah, we're outcasts and we make shit music, but you know, fuck you because it's what we want to do. But then they get into the song and it kind of like all the instruments come together and. Kind of sounds lame. Yeah. But then it stops, and then he's just kind of. It's not as good as a uh, poking fun at ourselves song. Is like, um, oh fuck, what's that pirate band we did? 
Ailstorm. Yeah, yeah. Ailstorm, where they did scrape in the barrel. Awesome. Where they did scrape in the barrel. <laughs> like, what happens when you run out of songs yeah. about pirates? Well, we'll scrape the bottom of the barrel again. <laughs> Get whatever's at the bottom. Oh, uh, uh, but yeah. You know, I was going to say, when I was listening to the original singer and as the albums went on, yeah, I bet you just off that I could predict his political leaning to this day. Yeah. Not even the fact that he's from Oklahoma, but just the way those songs, some of the lyrics are starting to sound. Yeah. Especially since he did his best Aaron Lewis impersonation of, am I the only one who gives a damn that our freedoms are being taken away? But fuck them gays. Man. Well, was it us that watched? Yeah, it was, we watched that, uh, like, worst... Like, artists who couldn't even play their own song oh, or whatever, and just, fucking Aaron Lewis is just wasted. Playing the wrong song. Yeah. yeah. That was a funny video, though. Yeah. I think it's super disrespectful to do that to your fans, though. Like, yeah. Like, go out there just completely hammered. You can't even play. For real. Like, if you're if you're going to drink, at least be able to semi-play the song. But let's be honest. Yeah. Remember that video of Dave playing Mary Jane? Dude. <laughs> That is an amazing video. Okay. <laughs> With this fuck up Nazi punk shirt. Yeah, He's not care. even playing. Uh, That's an amazing... I can never find that video back. I can't either. I've, I tried looking for it. Alright, since we're talking about more interesting things than the band run, what did you think of the band we just listened to? And why is it a C-? <laughs> uh, I gave it a C-.1, okay? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they... Outside of their big single, and I mean, even that's not like a, it's not even an a, amazing no. song. Like I'm never gonna go looking for that song to listen to. Never like, damn, I need to listen to Lips of an Angel. Yeah, and I'll, I mean, even if you look deeper into the song or whatever about it, like I'll, I'll always think of it like this dude would rather be with another girl than his current <laughs> yeah. girlfriend. And apparently, this is the fucking like a big single in like bars and things like that, like. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get this band. I'm just too gringle-brained for it. You mean smooth brain? No, no. <laughs> I'm in the opposite. I know. I'm too wrinkle-brained for this. All right. Well. All right. What do we What do we got next, Andy? You ready for? Hopefully, something more interesting than. You ready for your choice of A or B? Are you gonna make me choose and then tell me? No, I'm gonna tell you what A is and what I'm gonna tell you what B is. Okay. I'll tell you, A is a band that has four albums. It's very successful album. They're very successful songs. I know you like a handful of them. They're from the early 2000s. They're rock. Okay. Be nice and easy. They're kind of hated by the public for some reason. Is it Nickelback? No. Oh. They have more than four albums. Okay. Or you can go option B in the most impossible top ten we've ever done. And I mean something that you're not going to have finished until the minute before we record the episode next week. Which that one do you want? More interesting. You want the top ten? Yeah. All right. I wouldn't even call it a top ten because it's going to be such a wide range. Okay. You need to come up with ten of your most favorite lyrical segments. Lyrical segments? Oh God! Can we choose A? No. <laughs> you already chose B. You need to choose songs when there's lyric parts when you look forward to it. You look forward to hearing that section of the song. I was gonna, I was gonna ask um, 
or I'm gonna ask. Uh, Basically, those shit that we text each other all randomly. Yeah, those those was, kind of things. No, I was gonna say, um, did this uh, come out of all the shit lyrics that we were talking from Dave? <laughs> no, but I feel like you decided this before. Yeah, that. I decided this before. God, what was that lyric from? Which one? Night Stalkers. The first one or the second one? The, the one that's time to return dirt to dirt, <laughs> or they were? It was as dark as in tomb. <laughs> They're both awful. Nobody can give time has a way of taking time shit anymore. Because it's time to return the dirt to the dirt. Yeah. It's awful. Oh, there are some great ones off of. United Abominations, America Stan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From New York, I thought, to Calif Arabia. <laughs> yeah. That is my favorite. The UN can't be any more un. <laughs> That's a, yeah. That's another song. The UN can't be any more un than it is right now. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, that will be interesting. Um, That's why I said That's going to be hard. Not Don't think of it as top ten. Just think of it as ten of your favorite. Yeah. Because there ain't no way you're going to be able to rank yeah now it can either be you just like how it sounds you like the wordplay in it you you like the how much it hypes up a song it's on yeah you relate to it like any way you want to look at it okay. just 10 of your favorite like lyrical lyrical stiffens not the whole fucking song but like a you, I you know what I mean I song but I like this one part like even if it's a chorus or like yeah. one part of the bridge you know yeah I know what you're saying okay so good luck on this shit Jesus. I have I have one. I've been thinking about this since I thought it was up, and I've gotten to one. <laughs> I have nine more to go. I have one. <coughs> yeah, usually when you say these, you at least have a couple down already, uh-huh. something like that. So. Yeah. So get ready for that shit show. <laughs> It'll be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank right. you. Thank Thanks you for, for listening to Hinder. Please don't listen to Hinder though. <laughs>